All right. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Versus Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have our co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Always, always. And today, before we actually tell you who our special guest is, we want to encourage you to like today's video, subscribe, comment below with what you learn. You'll probably have to do that as you learn something, but do it. And uh, today we have someone that's coming on that is a powerhouse when it comes to video. So if you've ever thought about doing video and you're kind of on the fence post or you want maybe a model or someone that can inspire you, we have Tyler coming on today. Tyler, welcome to Real Estate First Technology. And he's someone who's crushing on Instagram, crushing on TikTok. And you're in Canada. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited. And yeah, I'm up in Canada. Of course, of course. We were just talking about how we're international. And for some reason, I thought you were in the States, but it's like, no, we're international in today's episode. Welcome, love neighbor. It. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So the show's all about you, your business. We want to deep dive a little bit more into your story. So tell us, like, you know, how long have you been in real estate? Why real estate? Absolutely, you guys. So I got a kind of an interesting story. So I've been a licensed realtor for about since September. So five months, maybe losing count, but not not long. And then before that, for six and a half years, I was a full time real estate investor. I originally started when I was 18, um, buying apartment buildings, doing joint venture deals. And uh, I scaled that up super quick, six, six, seven buildings, $12 million real estate portfolio. And then I got to a point where we were managing all of that and then went down to Scottsdale, Arizona. And from there, I, uh, yeah, I love Scottsdale. I love Arizona as a whole. I'm 20 um, minutes away. <laughs> there we go. And I started doing Airbnbs down there and then brought that up to Canada, went down to Costa Rica, had a hotel, a bunch of Airbnbs down there. So it was really crushing it from that standpoint. And then COVID hit, I had to restructure a lot of things. And I've always been a sales and acquisition person. That's who I am. I hate operations. I hate finances. I hate that stuff. So um, I always had partners that were obviously doing that or having, you know, uh, team members. And then when it came down to, you know, um, where I was in life, I love making content. That's like my number one thing. I love making content. I love real estate. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get my license. And I'm just going to, I'm going to run with it. And I also, from a buying perspective of six and a half years in three different countries, I knew what it was like, you know, dealing with so many different realtors. I always had these things like, why don't they do this? Why don't they do this? Why do they do this? Why don't they do this? And I was like, I'm just going to try it. I have a huge passion for it. I've always wanted to get my real estate license. And then I just did it. And since then, it's just been like taking off. I've been taking quite a bit of risk of trying different things. And a lot of it, a lot of consumers are liking. Um, so that's kind of my whole thing. Now, here I am wanting to like disrupt the industry being a, crazy realtor that wears a hat and makes tiktok videos all day <laughs> wow that is dude a sweet story man congratulations yeah, man poise to the point collected so let's go i want to go a little deeper really quick though yeah. like what was the key performance indication as you know you're 18 17 16 what was that like that trigger i mean you don't hear this people don't just oh yeah i'm gonna get 12 million dollar investment portfolio like i'm just gonna like travel the world and do all these things like a lot of people can't even like pick up the phone and do a video, a little less do what you've done. So how, how, like, yeah. Number one is having like the, the big dreamer attitude and hunger. I always was am a big thinker, you know, of like, Hey, I want to do big things. And I'm from Saskatchewan, Canada. So small town, like hmm. farmers, like not, a, it's, it's very small. Um, and it's, you know, totally opposite from like Los Angeles, New York, the big cities. 
But yeah. as a kid, when I was like in grade eight, grade nine, I was watching Rob Beardeck Fantasy Factory. If you guys ever know him, dude, um, of course. And I'm like, I was obsessed with it. I'm like, dude, look at this dude. He has businesses, living this fantasy factory, crazy life. And then we went on a family trip down to uh, California, and I was like, boom. I'm like, this is what I want. I want this big, crazy life. I want this. And then I was like, just from there, like, I'm going to get it. And I was like, I'll do anything to do it. So then I started reading all these books, thinking grow rich, rich dad, poor dad. I started going down the rabbit hole of all that. And then when I was 18, I then was like, um, I just want to get in real estate. You know, that's what a lot of rich people do. I always had like little businesses on the side, just nothing serious though. And I'm like, I want a serious business. And then I just met the right mentors, went to certain events, started meeting the right people. And I was like, not scared to fail. And I would show up and be like, hey, I'm young, but I'm willing to work. So I met the right people that are like, I don't want to do the work, but I got the money. I have the connections. Then at the start, it was just doing all the work. And then slowly that evolved to me being a little higher up. And then Mm. I just kept on chasing that, like that North star of like wanting to do big things. And it all starts with that of doing big things. Even as a realtor, when I got my license back in September, especially here in Calgary, no, like not, not didn't join a team, like nothing. I don't have any handouts, no leads, no, no following for normal people buying homes. Right. And from there, I'm like, by, by my third month, I'm going to be doing a few million in sales. I want to be consistently at, you know, eight to 10 deals a month from the ground up. I'm going to do it. And a lot of people are like, no, your first year, it's slow. You got to take it easy. And I'm like, no, hell no. You're talking to the guy who got you know, him and his girlfriend and business partner, Jade. We went a one-way ticket to Costa Rica, not knowing anyone saying, we're going to get a hotel. We're going to figure it out. And we did it within three wow. months. So I'd, and the next, you know, three months later, here I am closing that many deals, making tons of money doing all of this because it all starts with the mindset where there's a lot of young agents, you know, that come into this. They're like these older, it's always like, and I'm not, I, 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 I'm not trying to bash anyone, but I'm saying a lot of the typical, um, you know, word about new agents is, Hey, your first year, prepare yourself. You're going to do a few deals this year. It's all about building that. And I'm just like, why does it have to be that way? Cause that was what people told me when I was getting my real estate investing career started. Oh, you got to start out with a, you know, doing a fix and flip, slowly scale your way up by five years, you'll be in apartments. So I'm like, I want to do that now. And there was a lot of people that said no, but then I found those people that were like, you can do that. Here's how. And same thing like me, I was like, I want to be crushing it as a new agent right away and set records my first year. A lot of people are like, no, you know, oh, big dreamer. And then I found those people though, that were like, yeah, you can do that. Why can't you? You know, and I always like to say, we put man on the moon, but you as a new agent are telling me you can't sell, you know, five consistently five to six houses a month like what you know what I mean so that was kind of my mindset I just it all starts with the mindset first and then following it up with a lot of work a lot of persistent hard work wow dude you're a powerhouse bro and I love how from your social media yeah I love from your social media like that's not there and that's why we love having the show because we can go and like pull back the onion and like let's get deeper with this and understand Tyler, like, who are you? What are you doing? And congratulations. I was checking on TikTok, 22,000 plus followers. That's awesome. Congratulations with that. Thank you. So five months now, where are you at transaction volume? Yes, absolutely. So each month I'm averaging about 10 deals per month. And that's just anywhere from 2.5 to 3.5 million, depending on what I'm selling. And um, no team, just me right now. Well, actually I have a team now. So I started my own team. I've got two agents right now under me by... Next couple months, we'll have anywhere from five to six new agents that I'm kind of duplicating what I did. 
I'm taking what I did nice. and I'm duplicating with them because at heart, I am a business owner and a leader, right? I, my goal isn't just to be a top producing agent. I, I don't want that, right? Because I, the past little bit, I, um, with, you know, scaling up to doing this many deals per month as a new agent, I don't have much time for you, right? So now I'm like, you know, now I'm like, hey, how do I restructure this and duplicate what I've done with other people so I can have that location freedom, time freedom, and you'll know, get back to that. So that's kind of where I'm at. And all my business is 100% TikTok, Instagram. I have zero marketing spend. The only overhead I have is my office, phone bill, gas. Um, so wow. my profit is insane. So that's one thing. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of times where people are like, okay, yeah, you're doing that. But like, what are you making? And I'm like, I'm clearing all of it. And I'm with real brokers. So real, it's, they take 15%. I get 85. So my profit margins right now are insane. But having said that, now I'm investing, building the team. But, you know, I was able to do something where I met up with some agents that are just starting out. They're like, oh, I'm spending, like, I'm not closing any deals yet, but I'm spending this much on Facebook ads, this much on a, uh, a bus bench, this one on this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I can see why so many agents have other jobs or their first year, they're just racking up debt where I'm like, you know, you can do that for free. You know, I'm all about profit. Yes. My new agents joining my team now. I'm like, we need to focus on your cash right now. How much cash are you making this month? Who cares about volume? Who cares about how many sales you're making? How much money do you have in your pocket at the end of the month? Because if you close, you know, Glenda Baker, I, I love her on TikTok. She's like, you know, if you close $10 million this, this month or, and, or even commission, let's say you make $100,000 in commission this month, but if it costs you 95, who cares? I'd rather do one deal and make 10 grand rather than do 10 deals and make 10 grand. Right. So that's kind of that whole philosophy there, but, but yeah. Wow. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. That's so awesome. So one question for the viewers and listeners, because I think the first thing is, is like the first deal. And the next question is kind of like what separates you. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about more about like, what was the first deal? Give us a story behind your first closing. How did you get it? Where's the mindset? from the standpoint of a lot of agents are like, cause we had, uh, we had Candy Bowen. She did 50 transactions for her 12 month on, on the episode. We talked about her mindset, how she did it. Uh, hers was kind of open houses and a lot of it was mindset. And I can see yours very common mindset. So first deal, walk us through the quick story and then we'll send it off to Dan. Dan will get into the mix up round. We'll talk a little bit more of the tech behind uh, your success. Love it. So first deal, here I am. I'm like, hey, first off, people need to know, like, and trust you to buy something from you. And I'm like, the best way to do that is social proof through social media. So I would just literally make TikToks nonstop, right? And you can scroll down my page. I post about it every day, but I just started the page and everything in September. And um, I was just posting, 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 not sure if I, like, I was, I'm like, I'm just going to try this concept. If it doesn't work, then I'll go door knocking. <laughs> I'll send out flyers. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden, like, it started working and I had these people reach out to me on Instagram and they're like, Hey, we're watching your TikTok. We're going to be coming for, from Ontario. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, Oh, cool. So we just kind of got on a quick call. Next thing you know, they were down here, looked at properties, boom, put in the offer. It was actually basically two deals at once. So wow. it kind of was like my first deals were two, uh, you know, two. Um, and it just was simply that they saw my, and it, here's the thing. It wasn't like I had a TikTok of the properties they were buying. It was the concept of they're like, wow, here's this Calgary realtor. These are super cool places. And then they connected me on Instagram. And then next, you know, we get on a quick call and they're like, hey, we like your style. You seem very authentic. Like you're cool. Like, let's do something. I'm like, hell yeah. And then when they came, we scheduled it all in, went and viewed properties. And then 
the rest is history. There were some hiccups with the deal. Obviously, we had to get to certain things and the financing. It was it was, a, it was a lot of work, but you know, we ended up wow. getting it done, and that was like my first my first deals there. And then, yeah, it was pretty quick too, like super quick. Dude, I don't want to offend anyone, but keep it simple, stupid. Like you yes. literally just kept yes. it simple. You, you just- I know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, you know, there's, it's funny because like, you know, I'm, I've bought in tons of real estate and there's times where I'd be with an, I'd contact an agent. They're like, Oh, you gotta come to the office. We're going to go over all these forms or here's like a webinar. I want you to watch of a first time home buyer shit. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, we have, every person has the internet in their phone. They're already doing the research. They're already watching a mortgage broker's YouTube. Like keep it simple, stupid. Literally. I'm like, Hey, Oh, cool. You want to view some properties? Cool. Here you go. Hey, check this out. What do you think of this? Boom. I make it so simple and people love that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the, the thing. It was super wow. easy. super. And it was funny. So really quick too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quick start person. I just get right to it. I was, um, I, uh, like literally didn't do any of the training I was supposed to like for contract training. Cause I'm like, Hey, I, I want to get paid. I want to make some deals. So then all of a sudden I was with, uh, when I started EXP, and I called my broker. I'm like, hey, like my, these two clients want to put these offers in all these houses. Like, where do I get the forms? And she's like, oh, did you get hooked up with this? And I'm like, no. She's like, you haven't done any training, have you? I'm like, no. And so <laughs> I didn't even know how to write an offer. And I had to. And then she helped me out. She's like, wow, this is, hell yeah, let's do it. So it's super awesome. I got respect for that broker. And then we put the deal together and then boom, done. Didn't even know how to write a contract. Wow. Because I want to make money. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I'll figure it out. It's not rocket science. I'll figure it. And here's the thing. I do have some experience though from buying so much real estate. So it wasn't like I was super scared. I'm like, yeah, contract, yeah. it's gonna be easy. I'll read through it, get it signed, yeah, yeah. what you do. Um, but yeah, I kind of like dove head first into that. Wow. That's all that's, you can do. Dude. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm gonna hand this over to Dan. I mean, you keep it pretty simple. So <laughs> I don't know how much tech yet, but Dan's going to dive a little bit of the tech and if that can help anyone who's viewing, like we'd love to hear it. Let's talk about TikTok and Instagram. Are you using any analytic platforms or any data gathering to see what's working, what's not um, to try to plan and schedule or is it just like free ball everything? I'm just like free ball on everything. So like what I do wow. is, is on, on TikTok, I have made different types of content and whatever ones are sticking best. I just keep creating what I've found for my audience and it has worked is they love the property tours, right? Or they love to be like, Hey, check out this dream primary bedroom, check out this badass basement. Um, and they like that. Um, and they don't, and that's it. Like, I don't really, I don't do skits. A lot of realtors are doing skits, which is great. Absolutely. I think it's so funny. I love that. But at the end of the day, I was doing some and I'm like, Hey, like, this isn't really getting me leads that want to buy, you know, where I'm yeah. like, where I just show properties. And cause I'm like, as a, as a buyer on my side, I would love to just be able to see cool properties. So I show $200,000 condos. I show $5 million houses. I show everything and anything. So my audience, not only um, like my dream home videos, those ones are the ones that get the more views. And then what happens though, I know I need to convert those people so then they already like real estate and then they follow me. And then I'm like, boom, hey, check out this $180,000 renovated condo. Check out how sick this is. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're messaging me like, whoa, like I can actually afford this and I can work with you. I thought you were like a luxury guy. I'm like, oh no, I sell anything. And next thing you know, boom, we're selling that. So I don't do any analytics or any like research or anything like that. I just kind of look at what do people like? What don't they like? And I'm not afraid to post a property that I don't think will get many views. But I'm like, hey, I know I can sell this and add value to my followers, you know? 
it's the wow. you're mastering buyer lead gen is what you're yes. doing oh, and that's oh, yeah exactly that's so yeah. important when you're early in your career because those are people yes. that are going to turn into listings so yes yep uh next next question as you scale into building a team like operationally i know you don't like it but the systems yeah. the tools the calendar the calendar how are you training these agents like do you have a yeah. coach that you give them to what what's going to be that that process yes absolutely so I've, I've led teams before of like, you know, many employees, many different stuff. I even in Costa Rica had employees. We didn't even speak the same language. You know, I've, I've, I've got a lot of that experience. So although I'm not a fan of the operation stuff, I still have that data. I've, I've had mentors yeah. teach me all that. So one thing we do use is Asana. Um, if you guys are familiar with Asana, yeah. I yeah. love it. So we basically created, we sat down, we created a bubble, a flow chart. And then we're like, Hey, on Asana, when, you, when you're onboarded with us, here's the things you need to go through and here's who it's tasked to. So we're kind of running them through um, all the onboarding, training, get out, get content, and then the mentoring and all that. We're kind of building it as we go. But that's kind of what we've been doing for the operation side of it. And I've been, another thing too, is that as I've been going since September, I've been documenting what I've been doing. So then I'm now like creating almost like a, um, a, a roadmap for what I did and now putting that into Asana and tasking it to my team members to be like, hey, now that you're licensed and you joined our team, first step is social media audit. Second step is branding session. I got my you know, branding course expert I want to get you to. We're going to get some marketing. What's that kind of your image? Now we got to get you to some show home, do some content. How are you sales training? So I kind of built out that um, like an onboarding platform for our Dude. team members. In here. You're doing way more than 98% of everybody else. So that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah, for sure. Last question for me really is, is like, what, what do you, what do you fear from technology in the next few years in real estate? Right. Yeah. I think that's a, it's a broad question, but you know, yeah. there's, I'm sitting, I just want to give you an example. I'm sitting there watching TV the last couple of weeks and I'm seeing iBuyer commercials fly out of the air. Like they're literally like every 30 minutes, I'm seeing like two. And I'm not saying that it's going to replace the realtor. That's not what I'm trying to say, but you're seeing how the technology is moving into mainstream media. Yes. What, what do you fear? What do you fear from technology and real estate? Yes. So it's funny because, you know, a lot of times I'm always asked the opposite question, you know, what do you like about it? Um, and here's the thing is like the, the fear that I would say if there is any is exactly like you're saying of replacing the agents. But the, from my perspective, I'm not worried because at the end of the day, I want to use and leverage that to best use my service, right? Where there's a lot of other agents that like, because here's the thing. Nowadays, people are so empowered by technology. They know yep. the market comparables. They know mortgage. They can check out other comparables. They, they literally can do everything on their phone. So as a realtor, some realtors are literally just opening doors and like being like, go check this place out. So now what I'm doing, I'm like, how can I add as much value as possible? How can I give them a buying experience, a selling experience? How can we have fun? How can we really add value to them. So the fear is that, yeah, absolutely. Real estate replaces the agents. And I truly do think five, 10 years from now, like there'll be X amount, big percentage, less agents because there won't be demand for it. Just like the really quick, the car industry, look at the car industry. I used to, I started out when I was right at 18, right when I was starting my real estate stuff, I was a car salesman. And it was funny because like 
my manager is like, you're not a salesman, you're a product specialist. You're showing people the vehicle, getting them on test drive. They've already done their research. They already done the comparables. They don't need you to sell. They're already sold. They're on their freaking phones doing it all. So I think it's the same thing for real estate, right? And we need to adjust that way. And if you don't adjust, then you're going to be gone, you know, because it's, it's plain and simple. So that's kind of that. No, that's great perspective. Cause it's about how you create that experience that yeah. illuminates to get referrals, right? Yes, that, exactly. That's, and that's what, like you, you like free marketing, right? You want the yep. biggest piece of free marketing is build yeah. a massive referral funnel. So I think yes. you're going to be, you're, you're going to be amazing at this. It's uh, it's not rocket sciences, not rocket science and you keep it simple. So more power to you, man. This is Thank awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. That was a fire mix up round. And thanks Dan for taking that on. Uh, Tyler, I just want to cut quickly, like unpack it. I think that yeah. standard operating procedures and key performance indicators to focus on income producing activities is a big fundamental of your business and making sure you have a rinse and repeat type model. Um, you know, you, you didn't do anything crazy with your Instagram. You basically, it, it's interesting. I, I've seen this a lot with a lot of creators and the ones that try too hard are the ones that maybe kind of fall off or they have a lot of success and then they have good and bad or whatever. Like you just kind of flow with your true authentic self and there's no, standard operating procedure with the way that Tyler does his videos, you just do them and then you just yeah. are, and then it just is, and then they just love it. And then you just saw the commonality and you're like, okay, all right. Like, let me just keep doing trend. it. It's a trend. Yeah. yeah. Like same yeah. thing for, we do like funny skits. We talk about skits. We do funny skits when it comes yeah. to Tuesday tips, Tuesday tips are kind of Tuesday tips are kind of cliche. Like, Oh, tip. But then when you do skits and make it fun and give personality to it, it, it changes the dynamic of it. So I absolutely love that. And before we got on the air, I got the last couple of questions before we open up the floor to you. You said something that really piqued my interest about innovating this industry. And there's some, there's some, there's some aligning of the stars where it comes to liftoff agent. And I just, and that's who sponsors real estate versus tech. What is this vision? What are you talking about when you say innovating this industry? I mean, are you like the next Ryan Serhant? If I was to put like my finger on a pulse, like, what does this look like for you? Yes, I love that. And like, you know what? My biggest thing is, is I, I, I always want to just like disrupt something when I know there's an opportunity to. And like right now, it's like really realtors as a whole. I, I don't even like the word realtor. You know, just like, oh, you know, like car you know, salesman. With, with, yeah, with the, with the, the register of trademark thing behind it. I'm like, oh my God. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so corporate. You know what I mean? And it's always been that way of like corporateness and like, just like, just daunting wow. to a lot of people. And now I'm like, Hey, it, it needs to be, I want to come in with a lot more authentic, chill vibe to all that. Why does it need to be that way? Right. And I've mm. seen it from me being a buyer. There was so many times I'm just like, why is it got to be this way? Why can't it be more fun? Why do we have to do it this old way? You know, all these different things. So you know, for me, I want to make it easier and more fun for the consumer and make it way less corporate, way less intimidating. And I feel like that's what I'm doing now. You know, like even this outfit right now, like this little, this little sweatshirt, I got my hat on, I got some jeans and some sneakers. It's a nice outfit. Is it a blue suit? Absolutely not. You know, but I'm selling million dollar homes and stuff like this because mm -hmm. people are like, I like your authenticity. We get along, we become friends and then we buy the place and you're there. My professionalism comes from my work, right? Not from me wearing a suit. Because when I first started, you know, even in, in car sales, I'd be wearing this suit, look, trying to look all professional, but I wasn't. I was trying to put on this facade, 
right? And I, I want to make it just way less intimidating, way more fun, and just like break that barrier of like, um, you know, real estate being that way, you know, I, I just want to, I want to make it, I want to make a difference in that, you know? Wow. Wow. I love that. I love that. Keep it simple. Take it. It yeah. is very much like, you know, and I'm over here at the suit and tie. <laughs> I love but it's that. different though. Like it's, it's yeah, different yeah, yeah. Though, like, it's not like, and here's the thing too. Uh, uh, like it, it's not like to not wear clothing that, but it's being authentic. You're yes, authentic yeah. in that outfit. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's your character. I fucking yes. love that. Oh, I swore. Sorry. Uh, I love Good. that. Right. I'm like, I love the defenders. I love the bow tie. That's your that thing. Out. But yeah. it's like, it's like when I see a, um, when like, even so for instance, one of my newest team members, right. He was at, at a different team previous and they're like, Hey, like you need to wear a suit and tie. You need to. Mm. And then he, he got his headshot photo and the suit and tie standing, like standing like this. And he literally got it. And he's like empty inside. He's like, man, I was so excited to get my license. I'm watching Ryan Serhant's dope videos on YouTube. I'm like, I'm going to be an agent. I saw your TikToks, And then here I am like, like this with my with the, an outfit that's not me and yeah. i'm like posting that on, and he's posting it on social media and his friends are like oh like wait that's not you you know so when he joined our team right away we got him into some super cool like what would you want to wear because then he's going to attract that audience to him and even like his his uh welcome photo was him playing basketball right and we're oh. like that, that's our vibe it's authentic um so if someone likes to wear suits just like yourself or even like ryan serhon he loves wearing the suits so I'm like, that's authentic to him. That's what I love. It's about being authentic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I that. So anyways, that's that. Dude, I, I love that. I love that. That pretty much almost answered both of my last questions. So I want to change up the camera angle. I'm going to put it on you. What do you want our viewers and listeners to take from today's episode? Yes, I love that. So I want everyone to, you know, take from this is dumb it down and just add as much value as possible and do things differently, Right how can you add as much value to someone, right? And in my opinion, it's creating content that's valuable to them, right? It's putting the customer first, making it a very simple and fun experience to work with you. And then lastly, it's letting your character shine. Be authentically you and you're going to attract the right customers. That's a big thing. I love my customers. I love them, right? Um, so, and it's because I attracted them. There's a lot of people that probably see my videos and they're like, I do not want to work with that guy. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> right. And that's it. So be authentic, make it simple and just add as much value as you can to, um, you know, the consumers. Wow. Wow. Boom. Boom. And anyone that doesn't want to work with you needs to work on their own true authentic self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, dude, Tyler, this is an action-packed episode. I definitely want to get you on. I, I see some of the powerhouses that you're around. I love your flow. I love your energy. Definitely feel like this is going to be one for the history book. So thank you so much, Tyler, for being on Real Estate First Tech. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Dan, Great to meet you, Tyler. Dan, as always, thanks so much for being our co-host. Yeah, definitely. This was an awesome one, man. Keep pushing, man. You're going to be great. And, Thank you, uh, guys. Of course, of course, man. And then thanks to all of our viewers and listeners, as it is our intention for you to take some from our episodes, to apply to your business, have more massive success. Please now, comment below with what you learned. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. Follow we'll him. see you <laughs> on the next one.